0: Now Prober, Prober go. oh, Probert got to the right hand free. He's loose with the right hand, and he starts to retaliate, and down goes Nyland, and the two of them are hammering each other. Knights of Columbus, that hurt. It's old-time hockey, the way you're supposed to play. You throw a little lumber if
1: a guy gets in your way. You play like Gordie or already fucking sure. We can't all be Gretzky, it's the music or Bobby Orson.
0: Hey. The enforcer of all hockey podcasts. It's the Biscuit. It's The Biscuit.
1: Damn it! Let's go regulate size of what?
0: The enforcer of all hockey podcasts.
1: God help the fucking day if fighting's ever been. There's a country who will working on the baton's fucking can. Hi, everybody. It's The Biscuit Podcast.
0: Hey, you want to go? Yeah, okay. Good luck, man. Good luck to you too, buddy. All right, Biscuit Babies. I'm here with Chris Banotee. How are you doing, bud?
1: Pretty good. How about yourself?
0: Oh, I'm always great, man. I'm out in the studio, tuck talk, fucking talking hockey, drinking little bats, man. I can't beat it.
1: Sounds like a good time,
0: <clears throat> Chris. What brings us here today?
1: Well, you asked me to talk about the St. Louis Blues um, and a little bit of recap their last season. Maybe talk about this upcoming season, and then I told you. My perspective on the issue and you still wanted me to come on so <laughs> here we are today
0: <laughs> you come highly recommended man
1: uh well i think that's just because of a novelty factor you know <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like a, a younger fan that still sees the game kind of the the older old school perspective you know i went back and kind of looked into a little bit of the history uh as i was becoming a fan so that's probably the only reason why right
0: no man you're the fucking forefront of blues news dude
1: (laughs) oh man oh man
0: well what 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 got you into the blues
1: uh well i'm from st louis so i grew up in in st louis and um you know when i was really young i used to watch hockey with the family uh but didn't really watch it seriously until probably 2009 2010 (laughs) And then from that point on, I pretty much like woke up, ate, shat, slept, blues, hockey. Uh, I used to watch like every game live, you know. Yeah, but uh, we're we're at a different stage right now.
0: Mm Hmm. So during that time period, did you start diving backwards too? Start appreciating some of the the as they call it old school hockey from that point on?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Got into it. Well, Sorry.
0: no, it's cool, man. Well, let's just start off there. Who are, like, give me, like, three of your favorite blues of all time, then.
1: Of all time? Yeah, dude. All right. So uh, <clears throat> probably, like, uh, Tony Twist.
0: Gotta Chris be right. Longer,
1: and uh, the third one, I don't know. Third one's kind of hard. We'll, we'll stick with all only retired blues players, and I'll say uh, Cam Jansen's my third favorite.
0: Dude, you have to pick Tony Twist or you're not a Blues fan. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, dude. So last season, they go 46-29-7. They make a coach change at 50 games. The team practically turns around and becomes the team that they, you know, roll into the playoffs as. Um, losing the second round to fucking that team in Nashville. Uh, what Did you get to watch any of it last year? What would you think?
1: Um, So, I'm going to preface the rest of our conversation with a disclaimer. Um, Let's see. I I wrote something up. So, I'm probably going to alienate some people, some blues fans, with these perspectives uh, that I'm about to say, and some people are going to say it's probably like conspiracy theories. (laughs) But I believe them to the fullest. Um, So, I went to the opener last year, and I watched because I'm, I'm going to school in kentucky right now so i couldn't go to too many games uh and i don't have cable where i am so i couldn't really watch well you um, said
0: it's kentucky i think we all know there's no cable there right no. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: well I, you probably could get it if you really wanted to but uh, being a graduate student you don't have you know <laughs> cable cable change you know but um no i tried to watch a couple games there was just nothing to keep me interested uh in those games <clears throat> so kind of lost my attention um and then i didn't really watch uh the playoffs for them either well what's
0: the best thing about this blues breakdown is you didn't watch them last year and really haven't paid attention to them and i don't really pay attention to them either yeah so we could practically just say whatever the hell we want and it's, <laughs> it's not gonna it's not gonna fucking matter for whatever reason i just don't watch a lot of blues games and yeah i always end up until until the before the playoffs last season, I was like, "All right, I always pick the Blues to to not go in, to not make it, to lose first round." So I'm just going to yeah. pick them and have them actually go somewhere. And they actually served me well. Uh, I think I, I think I had them into the second round. So um, <clears throat> so again this year, I'm thinking, "Well, fuck, they haven't really done a lot." Berglund's out for the half the, for who knows how long in the beginning of the season.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, but I'm like, well the, they're not gonna make the playoffs, but they always fucking do the blues find I, the find, they find a way to disappoint
1: I mean so I, i'm I'm still like updated with like trades and, and roster moves and stuff. I like to pay attention to it, but i I can't can't really bring myself to watch the games um, yeah if we if we want to talk about certain players uh Patrick Berglund's an interesting topic in himself, yeah I mean. This guy, he's uh, he has the potential to be a great hockey player. Uh, a lot of people think I hate Patrick Berglund because of what I say on Twitter. And most, of, <laughs> most, of my, most of my criticisms are like, we know how good this guy can be. He's just never rises to that potential. It, he
0: always gets right on the cusp and then just kind of pisses down his leg.
1: Yeah. And then last year, you know, like from what I heard, he actually might have had a couple of hits and stuff, put that six foot four frame to work and actually earned that contract. And now he's injured again. So that's kind of typical, uh, unfortunate story for Patrick Bergland.
0: There's two guys I'm excited to watch on the blues this year. Uh, one is Chris Thorburn, um, just with Reeves leaving, they gotta have <laughs> they gotta have some you know, as as yeah. close to an enforcer as possible. Yeah. And you know, Thorborn's got that beautiful hair, so I do like to see him get out there and throw the nucks a little bit. And yeah. then uh as a blues fan, I mean everybody's gotta be excited about Brandon Shane coming. I mean, that dude's got fucking talent.
1: Yeah, so And you lose see, what they
0: the- they lose Laterra for him? I mean, who gives a fuck yeah. about who gives a fuck about that?
1: Yeah, well, so LaTerra could be a stellar hockey player as well, but he just fell apart. And I don't think there was any fixing that on the Blues. I think it was probably best for him and the Blues for them to part ways. Uh, Don't really understand how he fell apart, but uh, he did. Um, Brayden Shen, they really need somebody like him. Uh, If you look at the Blues, like, you know, composition and demographics over the last, like, three years – they had a great kind of core leadership of like gritty veterans that actually had some skill with David Backus, Troy Brower, and you could even kind of lump Steve Ott in that category. You know, he's a great leader. Yeah. Uh, and they and uh, even you go back a season before that, they lost Bear Jackman, and so we're losing all these guys. And I might say, you know, for nothing, they're either walking or we're getting picks, and then so we lose all this leadership group. And all these new new blues fans, because the team is quote unquote good, are still, you know, high on the team. It's like this is this is not gonna end well,
0: right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the first to knock the league for how soft it is, uh, that kind of shit. But you still need some top six forward with some fucking teeth. You mm-hmm. know, like you're not gonna go anywhere in the playoffs. You're not going to do anything. Plus, it's not even going to
0: be fun to watch. Right. Unless There's you've a, got someone down there. It, when it's set, all said and done, it is entertainment. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me that this fucking, we got to roll four lines. This fucking. Yeah. Dude, a, a dude that can fucking, you know, fight can can roll on a fourth line. He That's what he's there for. He, I mean, he's not yeah. trying to get top line minutes, but just it just drives me fucking nuts, dude. Like, there's That's, there's no sorry, what,
1: There's nothing you,
0: I just want to see One of them Just start fucking Just ripping slappers off Like just Every time he sees the well. puck Just fucking rip it
1: <laughs> I think it was The first week Of the playoffs the, This yeah. last year People are bitching And whining About like why these tough guys are in starting lineups Didn't like Tanner Glass have a goal And some other tough guy had Tanner a goal Tanner
0: Glass had like four points in two games And he <laughs> I hasn't he, I think he had two points all season long And then the playoffs came and he's like Oh yeah, fuck, I, I thrive here Yeah uh, but, the, Chris uh, Neal's game against um, I forget you know, who the fuck they were playing But that was one of the most intriguing games of the playoffs When he got called up to was, play
1: That was the only that was, I didn't watch uh, any hockey since like December And I was like, okay they're gonna dress Neil. I got to get in on this game. I watched it. He settled things down. It was like you know, getting it's like the getting stuck in the doldrums on the ocean. You know, there's no <laughs> wind.
0: It's right, smooth. Right. Uh...
1: People are saying like he didn't make a difference. Well, you ask the players, did Chris Neil make a difference? Absolutely, he made a big difference. Yeah. You, you ask the coaches, did Chris Neil make a difference? Um, absolutely, man. He, he's a huge presence. You no, know, it's great to see him out there. He did a great job. Whatever.
0: Well, you and have to change. Got. You have to change your whole game plan for when he's on the ice.
1: Exactly, and then they won the game and they won the series. So, what more do you want?
0: I, you know, I want him out of the league. I never want to see. It. <laughs> I never want to see it again. And like you yeah. said, dude, when they asked the dudes in the room, like they're like, "Yeah, we fucking love when he's in the room. This guy's the fucking best." Yeah, and that but, that that like you said, they they won the game. They won the fucking series. They went to seven with the Stanley Cup champions.
1: Yeah. And that, that's a good transition into if we want to talk about the Thorburn-Reeves situation. Yeah, dude. We have to. So I I like Thorburn. So He's do I. He's obviously a good, loyal player. He does the role. He's actually good at it. Um, he wouldn't still be in the league today if he wasn't, right? hmm But when you trade away your best player's best friend on the team, who's his protector. He, he plays every game. Yeah. When you take that guy away, what do you think that's going to do to the locker room, especially when the guy that you're bringing in to replace him, you already said in, like, the first article written about him afterwards, or like, yeah, we're not planning on playing him every game. Like, what, what do you think you're going to you, do? Yeah, what
0: Reeves ended up dressing, I think, 80 games out of the 82 last year.
1: Yeah. And uh, fourteen points, something, which is like you know he's he he's not there to put up points, but he still got he
0: still gets them, dude.
1: Yeah,
0: and he is fucking ferocious, man. As far oh, as far as, as in the league done. today, he's just as violent as any dude out there. Yeah. So I I mean I think for Pittsburgh getting Reeves is a like a holy shit move for them. No one I talk to seems to agree, but uh, oh my God. Oh my God. It's fucking crazy to me. And I'm like, well, when you guys, you know, win three in a row and it's because of him, like, then we'll go back to the podcast that I did in fucking August and you guys can suck my dick.
1: Yeah. The Pittsburgh, like, literally, oh my God. First of all, I hate the Penguins. Second of all, Cheers.
0: I'll drink to that.
1: (laughs) I think that final was a sham. And third, how are you going to be. Like, your team, literally, the management, went to the hockey news before the playoffs started and whined about how you're abused. Like, not just Sidney Crosby. They're like, oh, we just get beat up all the time. Well, when your team goes out and gets the best, you know, fighter in the league, don't bitch and whine about that now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's not anybody but Pittsburgh's fault that they have a bunch of pussies on their squad. I, mean, I know you know that you signed him I, you didn't realize that olimata is a fucking 16 year old <laughs> bitch boy like what do you think was gonna happen
1: <laughs> i loved seeing him get cross-checked in the face this year <laughs> fuck yeah dude
0: i watched it like three hours on repeat just like just loving it dude
1: yeah um but yeah no like if uh the blues man i think i think uh I don't know. There's some questions.
0: Now, did you forward. say Reeves' best friend was Tarasenko?
1: Yeah, they even had this little, like, or no, I would say, well, from from the fan perspective, my limited knowledge, I'm not in the locker room, you know, I'm not hanging out with the guys, but, like, Tarasenko, it, would, it looked like his best friend on the team was Ryan Reeves. They had a little pregame stretch routine that they would do together where yeah. they, like, bump into each other, you know, like... Reeves uh, scored a goal and dabbed and like taught Tarasenko what dabbing was. Like <laughs> it looks like they've got some pretty good chemistry there. Ebony and, and Ivory, like, man, jack that
0: up. And, so ah, fuck, dude. I, yeah, I I hate to see him leave. Uh, and then they lost. I mean, a handful of fucking pretty talented dudes. Peron's gone. Fucking oh yeah. Laterra, I, I don't really fucking care about that. You know, whatever. Reeves, I yeah. think Reeves is going to hurt a lot, and I think. I think Pittsburgh fans are going to really enjoy having him on that fucking team.
1: Oh yeah, as right. long as he doesn't get shafted.
0: Dude, if he goes there and they just fucking scratch him every game, I'm going to fucking scream. Yeah, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to cuz he he always plays. Yeah. He's no. he's ready every fucking game. You can't you can't keep, take him off the ice. He fucking refuses.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh Scotty Opshaw, uh that's a bummer too, man.
1: I don't understand how Scotty Upshaw has not, you know, found a job somewhere. Right. And that that's one thing in this offseason. Like this this whole obsession with speed, I don't really get it. You know, like Shane Doan got the shaft in, in Arizona. How the fuck has like lit like this dude got invited to an international leadership conference because of how good of a leader he is. Right. How has he not gotten a job somewhere? Hey, how has Scotty Upshaw not gotten a job? It how does, how does
0: Arizona do Dome that, that dirty? Like, <laughs> analytics. God damn it, though. But it, 22 years of service, 21 years of service, you're going to fucking get him a gold watch and send him on his merry way? Like,
1: oh, yeah. No, that's okay because they offered him a job in the office.
0: Yeah, that's what he wants to do. <laughs> At least let him do that on his own terms. You know it would have been his last season regardless.
1: Yeah, probably. You but know? exactly. These teams nowadays, like, it, it was different when <clears throat> these older guys would get traded and then they would go play somewhere for like three years and then come back and do a one-day contract or whatever. Yeah, You know? But, like, the Blues fucking shafted Barrett Jackman a couple years ago. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we want to get younger, so you're gone. And then he, he plays in Nashville for, like, one year. And then he gets a one-day contract and retires as a Blue. Like, what?
0: Yeah, thanks, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: but, then, uh, I don't know this dude. Um, is, is it Yakupov?
1: Yeah, Nail Yakupov. Um. He was the guy that the Oilers drafted a couple years ago that had, like, <clears throat> high top-end potential. But, of course, the Oilers couldn't develop a player for shit for <laughs> a decade. <clears throat> um, then the Blues got him, and we just kind of, like, either <clears throat> benched him or scratched him. So he didn't really get a chance to play. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar in, what, he Colorado picked him up, I think? Yeah,
0: that's a bummer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> i not saying he's going to be a superstar, but I think he's got some kind of hidden potential in there when, once he gets a fair shake at things.
0: Yeah, well, he's not getting a fair shake of shit in fucking Colorado, <laughs> dude. He's fucked. Yeah. They're so fucking bad, and then they just kept the same shitty team.
1: Yeah, exactly. would like you can't be yourself talking about how bad your team is, you know, and like, oh god, we're stuck with these guys. Yeah. And then you're like, but we want you to give us everything you have for Matt Duchesne. Yeah,
0: you know? exactly. We'll take your top line for Matt Duchesne. It's like <laughs> he didn't fucking produce Dick last season. Yeah. Oh my god. You you fucking, they fucked up not trading him before the deadline last year. They should have fucking oh, exactly. dealt him in. Now it's like Dude, I don't know. I'll let you take my fucking daughter out on a date, but that's about as fucking <laughs> as, as much yeah. as it's going, bud.
1: And but, it's like, do you like if you're if you're a GM, you know, and you're thinking okay, like I've got a pretty good solid team here, and I think I need one last piece, and that last piece might be Matt shame. And like he's going through what he's going through in Colorado, and you talk to him, and he's like, "This guy has PTSD. I cannot bring this guy on my team. You know, like this mm-hmm. not going to work." Yeah,
0: dude, that's a fucking. That's a shame too, because it's it's Colorado, dude. They yeah, they, they should be better. Uh, they Blues end up re-signing Perico, paying him fucking fat out the ass, dude. Um,
1: I think that's worth it. I think he has potential. To be kind of like a very top end defenseman,
0: and you got to pay somebody, you know why not him?
1: Yeah, and I think you know, like, and a lot of people say this, but literally, I just think this guy needs to, you know, drink some milk, eat some peanut butter, gain about ten pounds, and just start, you know, hitting people.
0: Yeah, dude, like, you you've lived in St. Louis. He should just like I'm sure the bars are fun there. He needs to just go on like a week <laughs> binger and just drink with fucking some gnarly ass dudes and get in some fights and then come back on the ice.
1: I mean, it it would help, right? He could just like this he's huge, like height-wise. He just needs and I don't even care, like I'm not somebody who advocates for like ratty plays or whatever. Right. But even just be a little bit more active with that stick. You whack somebody, <laughs> they turn around, and see you 66, six, they're not going to fuck with you.
0: Dude, so. if if Sydney does it, I mean, every everybody should be doing it.
1: And oh yeah,
0: you, you, you throw the lumber around a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At least, at least you know if you're not cheating, you're not trying, man. That's what we're. Well, I mean,
1: well, when you have your own set of rules, things are a little bit different.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. When you're playing in a different rule book,
1: uh, that fucking queer dude. <laughs> yeah, we should just uh, we should just all start throwing water bottles on the ice just all the time, and not, not no no penalty, dude. <laughs>
0: No definitely. no fucking And then he's just like Oh it slipped Dude fuck you You little <laughs> lying sack of shit At least man up and be like Yeah I fucking threw it It was a bullshit call
1: Yeah Exactly Any
0: other If it would have been fucking If it would have been Ryan Reeves That threw that He would have been Kicked out of the league For two games
1: He <laughs> would be uh, What is it Possession of an instrument Of crime And disrupting a meeting
0: Yeah And hate towards transgenders He would have been fucking <laughs> <laughs> He would have been out dude uh this team, uh Chris, do you see them going to the playoffs?
1: Yeah, like I don't I don't really see any any well There's no reason they won't, right? There's no reason they won't, but like I said before, there there's a couple of questions that I have. Jake Allen team, and he is number one. That's my number one, dude. Like mine's. If, yeah. If if he rolls into the season in top form like he was in the playoffs, then you've got a stellar goalie that you can just ride. Like he was just incredible in those playoffs with his with his numbers. Um,
0: can I tell you my biggest bone to pick with that fuck? Sure. Put something on your mask, dude. <laughs> I, I don't care if it's your grandma's name or like, don't fucking wear that white on white shit. It makes me go crazy.
1: Yeah. No, I I, I totally get you. I mean, like honestly, if you want to talk Blues goalies. I think the blues should still have Yaroslav Halak. I think we like Disney villain betrayed him years later. Um, but if Jake Allen can maintain his performance and like, as he was, you know, he's great. If he dips down to where he was that first half of the season, man, like the blues are in trouble. Oh yeah. Big trouble, dude.
0: I'd like to see if they could get Halak back somehow, man, that'd be sweet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think they kind of burnt that bridge. Yeah. Uh, when they told him to buy a house and then traded him, uh, oh, damn, dude! <laughs> yeah,
0: that. Oh, oh my man. God, that's fucked up. But yeah, I think that. I mean, everybody, you can say your team live or dies with your goalie, but I mean, you saw when Jake Allen played well. I mean, they were a different team. Oh yeah, there's plenty of teams that win you know games with a subpar goalie. It does happen. Yeah. I, I'm not sold on fucking Cam Talbot, but everybody's telling me he's the baddest fucking goalie out there. I'm like, but dude, it, 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 I, I don't think so. I said when Connor McDavid has the puck the whole game, he really doesn't have to do much.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's one of those illusions of stats, right? Yeah,
0: the Oilers um, always have the puck.
1: That's not that's not knocking him. It's not saying he's a bad goalie, but yeah. like exactly like you're saying.
0: He's fucking untested, yeah. dude. He's the—I mean, you don't have to. I mean, he's—he when he is seeing the shots, he is stopping them, I guess. So I don't know. I—I've I'd, I'd just been seeing a lot of uh, Talbot blowing going on, and I'm not—I'm not ready to get down yet. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's that's the. That's, uh... The new NHL agenda, right? Find find a name and shove it down your throat.
0: Yeah, dude. You've only, especially on uh, on Twitter, if if somebody could be right before anybody else, it uh, tends yeah. to, tends to make their week or whatever. They can go tell their buddies at the fucking office, like, "Oh yeah, I was right about Cam Talbot."
1: <laughs> and then it's it's even like you know, like everybody knows NBC is bad, but I saw a meme like that perfectly described. A situation, which I think it actually happened, but it could just be the meme. But I think it actually happened. Where like in that Oilers Ducks series. They walk into the Ducks locker room and they talk to Silverberg with like four goals, the most points out of anybody in the series. Are like, how's it feel to play against Connor McDavid? Like, how <laughs> good is he? He's so good, right? It's like, well, obviously Connor McDavid's a great player, but why don't you just cover what's happening right now?
0: No shit, dude. That was uh, that's the thing with uh, the I mean the video even the video game that's coming out for NHL this yeah. year is called the young like it's basically the Connor McDavid show is what they, they should have called it. Oh God! And I think all they they did is I mean is, I'm fairly certain Sidney Crosby is a serial killer, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they just pissed him off. Like, dude, I'm not out of the league yet. Like, I've I've got fucking three Stanley Cups. Like, I, I you know I. I was the first dude to fuck Connor McDavid. Like, you guys don't... <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, like, I, I really don't think he cares when he wins two undeserved playoff MVP trophies in, in a row. But, oh, no um, shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't... But, uh, that's, that's speaking objectively, right? From the, stats and everything?
0: The first one was like, oh, okay. It's because he didn't get the, the first... The, Afghani got the first one, right? So I was like, oh, that's yeah. just like a, here you go, Sydney. Then last year I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me, dude. <laughs> he didn't even know. No, he didn't shit
1: no. consideration.
0: He he shouldn't even have been in the top 3 for that fucking trophy, dude.
1: Give it to Matt Murray what? Fuck. or Kessel. Yeah, or like what? Give
0: Gensel. It. Dude, Ke- Kessel deserved it. Yeah. If that little I mean, young fuck would have showed up at all in the fucking final, he would have he would have had a run at it, that Gensel boy. Yeah. But he turned into a fucking rookie real quick there.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's that's what happens. And that was one of the things, like, you know, why I knew the Blues were not going to go anywhere last year and why I was so pr- surprised that there were so many people like, still high on the Blues. It's like, yeah, we've got all this young talent. Young talent's not going to do shit when they don't have leaders in the playoffs. And you just lost your entire leadership core that had any fucking teeth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, unless so. you unless you play the Capitals and then you have a shot no matter what.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I like the Caps. There's not really too many guys on the team I don't like, but they shit the bed in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: dude, they got they got something wrong with them with come that. I mean, maybe they're just winning too many games in the regular season or some shit.
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: So what what you you said your first thing was Jake Allen, what's your second thing with this team?
1: Uh, so When your number one center is probably the most overpaid player in the league, and he can't, you know, is he going to stay healthy even? Uh, What what are you going to do with Statsny? This is a contract year for him.
0: Oh, shit. That's a good point. Like? I don't don't think they're not going to keep him, are they?
1: uh, I I think it would be, unless he just exploded this year, I think it's pretty far-fetched to think that they would keep him. And it's like, you know, the Blues have been whining about not having a number one center for years, and they go out and get Stastny, and he's just like, oh, well, there he is. is." (laughs) So So I, 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 sorry.
0: No, you're cool, man. What?
1: I was going to say, like, one, like, it's different if you were going to say your number one center is like Thornton in his prime, right? Like, you could be like, oh, it's going to change everything. But when you're like, you know, changing out your leadership group, whatever, and you finally get this guy that's going to be number one center, and he's not like a legend. Right, you're it's like, oh yeah, who'd we, we, who we, we get, who'd we
0: get? Ah, Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: This is a fucking big bummer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. But I think with the way the Central is, I, I, I really, I, it's a playoff team, unless unless something fucky, unless they play like the Blues.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, like, I, I don't doubt that they'll make the playoffs. I, like, if they win the Stanley Cup, and, like, I've said this many times before, I think the level of competition in the NHL is, like, abysmal at this point, and I don't think it really, like, means all that much for these teams to win the Stanley Cup anymore, So, like, if the Blues won it, like, what would that say about the league? How bad is the league if this Blues team could win the Cup? (laughs) And that's not – you know, like, I don't – I'm not, like, shitting on the Blues team. It's my favorite hockey team. I don't really watch hockey anymore because it's not an entertaining product for me. But, like, I will – you know, I dedicated years of my life to following this team. Of course I would love the Blues to win the Stanley Cup. I just want – the level of competition to be there where the trophy actually means something.
0: Jesus Christ, dude, you sound like <laughs> fucking fourth line voice, dude.
1: I'm, I'm a widower. <laughs> I think hockey died on me in the last like five years.
0: it <laughs> was fucking grim. My man, do you even have three stars for this team?
1: Uh, Three stars? Yeah. Like, like top. Well, what, so what do you mean by three stars?
0: I mean, who are your three dudes you think that are going to take this team to the playoffs and be their three best players?
1: Uh, um, let's say we'll say Colton Pareko. I think he's going to be exceptionally important to this team. Has to uh, be for, for years to come. I'm going to say Jaden Schwartz if he can stay healthy. That's one speedy guy. Plays smart with the puck. Um, he doesn't. You know, he's hard on the puck, can't get it back from him. He played. he makes smart plays. And then as far as, I got, I got to have a, like a leader in there, right? So I'm going to say <clears throat> Alex Steen is probably uh, really going to be a driving force for this team going forward.
0: After hearing that, every everybody wake up. <laughs> no, the, the Blues, I think they're, they're going to be fine, dude. Uh, and you're going to start watching hockey again. I guarantee it. I don't. Let's, you I have like, to, you let's fucking live in me. fucking Kentucky, dude. What else you got to do? Drink. Dude, That's it. It's so fucking true, man. You, you <laughs> go to Western Kentucky? Yeah, yeah. The Hilltoppers, yep. dude. Fuck yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm finishing my master's in December. And until then, I'm down here.
0: Fuck that. Drop out and start drinking more.
1: I could do both. Yeah, well, then you're a fucking
0: champion, dude. Chris, uh, dude, this has been a fucking lot of fun, my man. I appreciate you coming on and uh I think everybody learned a whole lot from us today.
1: Oh well, you know, I I would hope so. I mean <laughs> I, I cranked out three beers. Uh you know, I've been I've been stewing over this conversation for weeks when we first talked about this, so been mentally preparing myself. <laughs> that, if you that, ever want to talk about hockey with like a jaded, disillusioned <laughs> man ever again, let me know. For sure, dude. For,
0: you. for sure, dude. And but, uh, I, I, I find I find that three beers is the perfect amount to like to do a podcast.
1: Oh yeah, no, it, it, I just, this is uh, well, this is the only one that I've ever drank in. I talked to Darren sober. I was like pacing back and forth, you know, heated, <laughs>
0: so, What episode was that?
1: I don't think he's had a chance to post it yet because uh, he's been working on his website.
0: Dude, but he ain't working on shit.
1: <laughs> uh, well,
0: he's working know. on pissing me off on Twitter today. That's what he's fucking working on.
1: I saw some great some great exchanges, dude
0: that motherfucker and Don cherry now he's gotten me pissed off like my co-host dude big Rand. And I, we're, yeah every day no, every day I, mean, I, I got to deal with that dude's bullshit, I love him to death, but God damn it can he chirp
1: I love Don cherry, and you know I agree with everything he says for the most part, you know he, he's a little he's got a little bit too much love for sidney crosby um he I don't agree with not sending players to the olympics i right. understand why
0: yeah the, i am there with you i get why they're not but fuck i really would like to see them go
1: it's like listen you know when when the blues were sending like 10 players to the fucking olympics three years ago whatever whatever the fuck that was i don't remember there was a fucking international ceremony before a game and i made sure i was at that fucking game
0: hell yeah you know, dude. like how many
1: people went to go see all those flags get shown and the national anthems played like it was awesome and i love seeing the players from our team go play internationally
0: Dude, and but, the, I, I think the big thing too is this really is an international game i mean look at so i mean half the population in america can't read half the rosters on these teams yeah so, so and i don't i think they underestimate how like it might not mean as much to americans or canadians which i'm sure it does mean a lot but like to a Russian-born player, like, the Olympics is the be-all, end-all, man. I think they they covet that gold medal more than a Stanley Cup.
1: I mean, that might be true. I mean…
0: It's true. That, I, mean, I fucking you said You got to they didn't
1: have, like, the infrastructure of a big professional league in the right. country at the same time that the, the NHL was really, like, developing, you know?
0: Right, right. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see him go. It's a bummer. And when Don Cherry says, "You know who's going to watch hockey at three a.m.?" Fucking, I am. I'm already planning my <laughs> sleep. I'm, I'm planning my yeah. sleep schedule around it. I'm not missing the fucking Olympics, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean, like two two years ago, I was uh, I was in South Africa doing my master's research, and the Blues were in the playoffs I was in the bush on a fucking bootleg swedish stream at like three o'clock in the morning watching a blues playoff game so like (laughs) the bandwidth couldn't support an american stream like people are gonna watch yeah
0: exactly but he's gotta say shit to stir shit up too and you know i mean he he got a lot of fucking uh feedback from it today but that's that's the way she goes i guess
1: for sure
0: chris where can they find you bud
1: uh, I'm on Twitter. If you happen to want to hear me bitch and whine, uh, my Twitter handle is at Sea So, like, or just look up Chris Manatee, but at Sea Cow, like S E A underscore underscore C O W. Yes. Uh, got a picture of my beautiful dog as my avatar
0: with a, so. with a fourth line hat on. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah!
0: Oh yeah! Fuck yeah! He's a he, fourth life. That dog's a banger, dude. Dude, Chris, <laughs> I appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll have you back on, dude, when we'll get real sad and get drunk on here.
1: For sure, anytime. That <laughs> that sounds dandy,
0: dude. Oh, I gotta get you on when I when uh, Big Rain gets back on him because he would fucking you guys interacting. I I can't wait to hear it. Oh,
1: for sure, anytime. I think I, I think I heard him talk a little
0: bit. He's a fucking he, idiot. He loves the
1: Penguins, right?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah he lives and dies at the penguins man he's i guarantee he's probably watching the stanley cup fucking games right now like he's sick in the head dude
1: that's uh that's an easy living right <laughs> yeah that's are.
0: what i fucking do you're we're not even from pittsburgh the little asshole <laughs> yeah. all right buddy thanks a lot dude
1: no problem talk to you soon hopefully yeah, yeah party on man all right see ya
0: all right biscuit babies that was chris Banity. Go check him out on Twitter. Go follow him. Go follow us on Twitter. Go follow us on Instagram, The Biscuit Podcast. We are on the Facebook. Darren, you motherfucker, dude. You come at me again on Twitter like that. I'm going to fucking come to your house in Saskatoon, and I'm going to shit on something of yours, okay? And I can only shit that well because I'm feeling so good. Because of Lucid Float Spas in Mount Vernon, Ohio go see chad take a float feel better don't be a fuck check us out on itunes stitcher radio google play music and check out all the other teams this was the st louis blues we got a trucking through them trucking through them let's see how many more i need here let me get back in my notes you guys wouldn't be able to tell by listening to the show but i take notes i still need the ducks I got somebody for the Flames. You'll love this one. That's going to be a good one. Um, I need the Ducks, the Coyotes, the Senators, the Sabres, the Caps, the Canes, the Wild, and the Stars. If you guys know anybody that can help me out on those, send me a DM, um, send dick pics, whatever you guys want. I love you, Biscuit Babies. Hockey, Freedom, the Biscuit!